0: listening to broncos this week presented by original 16 the official beer of the swift current broncos is ryan Schweitzer and craig boschman it's
1: the broncos this week podcast brought to you by original 16 ryan Schweitzer, and craig boschman final podcast before we uh well before we break for christmas and our final podcast of uh, 2022 as we record this, the Swift Current Broncos uh, coming off their teddy bear toss game in which a player that I don't think any of us officially picked <laughs> to score the goal, but at the same time, not surprised, 20-year-old contributor Raphael Peltier, the official teddy bear toss hero of 2022.
2: Yeah, I think we tried to go a little too aggressive with the off-the-board picks and maybe should have gone with somebody a little safer in uh, in <laughs> Raphael Pelcie. but uh, no, nice, nice for him to get that goal, obviously, um, you know, his last teddy bear toss game. Uh, in junior hockey and for him to get that early in the game too, kind of get it out of the way and uh, get the bragging rights going so I'm sure he's going to be talking about that one for a while
1: all right we're going to have some fun on the podcast uh, this week of course Devin Pratt will join us for our coaches show we'll talk a little bit of hockey talk a little bit of holiday traditions with uh, coach Pratt and uh, then we'll be joined by a plethora of players to have that same subject discussed about Christmas traditions and such.
2: Yeah, with it being the last Christmas before, or the last Christmas, whoa, the last <laughs> podcast before Christmas. Hold on. Um, just wanted to make sure we get the guys on and kind of talk about, uh, you know, what their Christmases look like. Um, you know, I think everyone does it a little differently with uh, whatever traditions they might have, uh, whether it's before Christmas or on Christmas or the day after Christmas on Boxing Day. Seems like every family's got, uh, you know, something that they do maybe a little bit differently, so figure we try and get, uh, you know, most to the guys on if not all of them and uh, see if we can find uh, some of the some of the traditions that these guys go through with their families
1: absolutely and uh you know the first half of the season so close to being done as uh the team is going to wind things down this weekend with a uh, weekend road trip through alberta and then everybody goes their separate ways until reconvening after the holiday season and uh first half for this team you know there's there's certainly signs that this is a team that could do some damage in the second half.
2: Yeah, it's been such a, you know, an interesting first half of the year with with a tough start at their 2 and 7 and then kind of finding their way and then rattling off a 10 and 5 stretch to to get to 500 and Um, you know as we as we sit here on on Tuesday afternoon uh, recording this it's uh, it's been a bit of a tough slide here lately with uh, 0-3-0-1 in the last four so uh, I think just trying to find that consistency and uh, not have to go through those peaks and valleys over the course of a season you want to be able to to level things out as as the end of the season gets closer and closer so um, you know it's obviously is a very talented group of players that have been uh, assembled here and everybody brings something else to the team and uh, is a very effective part of it so it's been entertaining if nothing else so Over the first half of the year and uh, certainly looking forward to seeing what the the busy few months uh, in the new year will bring.
1: Absolutely. Second half, you know, crowds always go up. People are a little bit more passionate about things and uh, very much looking forward to a strong 2023 for this organization. All right, Head Coach Devin Pratt's going to join us on Broncos This Week, and then we'll have uh, a lot of team players joining us to talk about their holiday traditions. This is the Christmas edition of the Broncos This Week podcast, brought to you by Original Sixteen.
0: You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16, the official beer of the Swift Current Broncos.
1: It's the Broncos This Week, podcast, coach show edition. We have head coach Devin Pratt joining us right now. Devin, uh, well, let's start with the positives. Uh, I think that was probably a record for quickest teddy bear toss goal. In the franchise history. I think a buck 22 in. um, I I don't know if that factors into anything that you do as a coach, but uh, I imagine there was a feeling of relief on the bench to get that one out of the way early.
3: eh? Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, I think uh, there's always that kind of build-up of as a game could drag on and you don't score, um, knowing that that's kind of the the promotional focus of that night. But like I said on here last week, like I don't put a whole lot of time and in, in thought into it. My preference is after we score a goal, we start playing hockey as fast as we can, so we use that momentum and carry things forward. But I thought the guys did a good job uh, not only scoring but uh, followed up and had a great period of hockey in the first. And, um, you know, the volunteers and everyone, on the ice, did a great job cleaning up as well, and it's always uh, nice to be able to support a great cause and uh, bring a little bit of Christmas cheer. Another positive to the game,
2: obviously, is getting a point, uh, getting into overtime into the shootout uh, with two goals in the third period to take the lead there, but I guess the negative side of that is that power play goal against late, which got the game into overtime.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's ups and downs throughout the game. I think um, from a process standpoint, it was a, it was a game that was more in line with the identity that we want to play with night in and night out and um seem you know we talked about it on here but such a great effort uh team team wide in, in winnipeg and in doing a job and then it just kind of seemed that we were uh stalling a little bit to find that identity and that extra compete and work ethic um energy that it takes for for a few games there so Saturday night was you know more of that Bronco hockey tempo compete pace that we want to play and Um, yeah, I thought the guys did a great job of just sticking with it uh, seeing the game through and unfortunately uh, two penalties in the last five minutes just kind of caught up on us it was like we killed one and then within 10 seconds we were right back on the kill and um, unfortunate bounce around the net and uh, there we were, we are going to overtime and great opportunity to end it in overtime too and um, their goalie came up with a great save and we just couldn't get it done in the shootout but uh, proud of the guys and as I say I think uh, a step in the right direction with our identity and establishment.
1: Yeah, and you know, I think one of the stories with this team in the first half of the year, it's been talked about a lot, we'll bring it up again, but the the penalties and the amount of power plays that you're generating. You know, heading into the second half, um, you know, not to beat a dead horse, but from the coaching staff, how do you work on that? What
3: do you address? Yeah, uh, you know what? We we continue to um, educate, continue to show video, um, continue to take ownership in our actions, um, and, you know, a lot of ownership in our stick play and our, where we have our sticks and how we attack with our sticks and, um, you know, looking for more stick on puck and keeping the stick on the ice and get away from these um, small hooks and, and little things that uh, have been costing us. But it comes from, uh, you know, uh, an awareness standpoint too of being in the right spot and not having to chase the game with your stick and it comes back to that identity, comes back to preparation, energy, being ready to compete and ready to play and not kinda of sitting back on your heels and trying to react but anticipating things and um, you know, we we finished last year, um, you know, uh in one two in in power play opportunities but also penalty kills four and now this year we're leading in penalty kills four and there's we have the largest discrepancy between that and power plays four so um you know one on the flip side of taking less penalties we also want to generate more power play opportunities and in order to do that we need to uh, be stronger on pucks in tougher areas we need to attack. Um, tack the zone, tack the net, um, more often, uh, with a strong possession and force teams to take penalties on us and, um, a little bit less of that one and done offense and transitional hockey, but more possession game, uh, in zone. And, um, you know, I, I think our guys have competitive fire. Um, they're not great salesmen. Um, so they'll, they'll push through some things that we feel, um, you know, may have been a penalty that didn't get gets overlooked or whatever it may be, but uh, there there definitely is. You know, when we get into game 27, um, it's not just kind of like a, a hot streak or a cold streak or um, some kind of random uh, result or stat that comes out of a game. It's this is we're. we're killing two more penalties in every single game we play Um, and that's you know that's a big difference so for us it's uh, it's an area we really got to own and address and it starts with education and holding them accountable in practice you do love to see two power play goals for in that game and like the way they were scored too you got some traffic in front for
2: matthew ward's goal and then Braden lewis finding a soft spot in between all the defensemen and just jumping on a loose puck
3: and uh, capitalizing on a good opportunity yeah it's huge i mean the the game is such a, a special teams game now um to really separate games and um i thought our guys did a good job not only you know scoring but but creating chances as well, um, you know, Matt Ward had a great look on the back door and a pass from Caswell in the second period um, that their goalie made a, a great desperation save on and, um, you know, you got to create opportunities and there's been games, you know, uh, we were outshotting Brandon 50 to 40 and they had 22 shots in the power play. You know, that's uh, that's quite a bit of, uh, you know, on eight attempts, they had 22 shots, and I think on four attempts for us, we had like four shots. And, you know, we got to we gotta get that to that 10 or, or wherever it may be. We need more than just one shot on each power play. We need multiple looks and, and creating that shot first mentality to create opening up other lanes and uh, get on the attack. So proud of the guys. I, I like where uh, the power play is going. It all starts with breakouts. That's the foundation. And then uh, getting into the zone and getting set up so uh, i thought the boys did a good job
1: you know i like that you brought up that this team doesn't have some salesmen on it per se and I, and I don't know what it is with this organization but maybe i'll get you to speak to it because i'm an old guy i've been around we didn't do it with dean Chenoth, we didn't do it with mark lamb we didn't do it with manny Viveros. uh not with dean brockman this is a team that doesn't flop around out there and try and drop penalties and do that what is it about this organization that keeps guys honest from yeah, I don't
3: know. I don't know. Maybe it's just the, uh, um, you know, the community that we're in—hardworking people that uh, want to be uh, respectful and do things the right way um, and earn things um, the hard way at times and um, properly. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, you know, you don't want to. We we don't encourage our guys um, to flop at any time, and I, I don't think that's some an issue around the league by any means. But it's just uh, there there is some awareness, like if you do get high sticked and you just push right through it and, you know, maybe don't throw a hand up or put the head, head back, it's might not be easy for someone to see. So, um, we need to find a little bit of a happy medium there, um, with that. But yeah, I, I, I think it's, uh, probably just a reflection of where we are and, um, uh, the community that we live in and the kind of people that, uh, you know, we spend our day to day around and it's, uh, good, hard work and honest people.
2: One final weekend here before uh, a well-deserved break for, for all the players here. And uh, there's always that question that comes up leading into that final weekend of keeping the attention focused on those last couple of games as guys start to think about heading home, seeing family, seeing friends. and. I guess the ask of the players is just to have their focus uh, zeroed in here for the next or the next couple of days here. Yeah,
3: you know what, to be honest, I think uh, it was something we started mentioning a couple weeks ago, and then we, we haven't made it a focal point for us because we feel that the commitment to see things through is there. Um, We feel that our group is, uh, you know, no one has higher expectations than the guys do in our dressing room of our team. And um, we understand that expectations are high this year for our group to to do a job. And um, I think there's a little bit of uh, a sour taste in guys' mouths with where we're at. So no one's in a hurry to to get out of Dodge. And um, everyone wants to see this through and, and, you know, um, continue to do a job and put ourselves in a position to to be in a playoff spot uh, heading into break or, um, win percentage wise um, whatever it may be because we have a few games in hand and it uh, just stresses that importance but uh, that's my overall sense with the guys is that no one's in a real hurry, hurry to get out of here guys are kind of pitting into the trenches and, and wanting to do a job so it's uh it's refreshing
1: shifting gears a little bit away from the, the serious hockey talk that we always do in this segment here and uh, what does the holiday season look like in the prod household
3: yeah, Um Celine Dion is always on. Um, <laughs> I think I mentioned that last year, but that's kind of been a staple since I was a kid, and then we just always continue it on. So Celine Dion will will uh, be playing quite a bit with her Christmas classics, and... Uh, yeah just uh, enjoy time with uh friends and family and um get a little bit of downtime and i just enjoy um you know being able to get up and now with the kids and just spend the day with them and see the excitement from Charlie our son and um as he's a little bit older and starts to recognize kind of the holiday season and enjoys opening gifts and that kind of stuff so just a little bit of downtime to to recharge and um you know prepare to watch some world uh, world junior hockey and um yeah, get ready for uh, for the second half.
2: I can't remember if we asked you this last year, but off the top of your head, can you think of one of the more memorable Christmas gifts you've ever gotten?
3: Um, i I I was a big Lego guy as a kid. Um, so I got some great Lego sets, um, which were great, but uh, always got a hockey stick for my dad. Uh, every year was a new hockey stick, and uh, that's something I've kind of continued on with Charlie, and hopefully he's not listening to this. So, but <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah.
1: This week does massive numbers with three-year-olds. I, I, so I was I thinking, yeah,
3: just over two. So if he's, um, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, so I um, think that's kind of, um, the basis, just your, you know, an air hockey table one year, big nets. When I, I was very fortunate in my basement. Uh, we had two kind of full size nets down there and, um, me and my buddies always played a lot of hockey and I spent, uh, countless hours down there, uh, shooting pucks and, and that kind of thing. So, um, I kind of r- recall those two
1: round table discussion, best Christmas movie, Bosch go.
2: Oh, wow. Uh, I like the cartoon, the Grinch honestly, the card, the animated version. Yeah. Like the the original old yeah, school yeah, one? Yeah. Not the Jim Carrey one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'd go uh National Lampoons, Christmas Vacation. That's a good one too. Die Hard. Yourself. You're a diehard, eh? It's You're a Christmas that guy. Movie. It's yeah. a
1: Christmas movie. You cannot convince me otherwise. But uh, are you sticking around, Swift, for the.
3: Yes, we are. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll spend a couple of days up in Wilcox just visiting uh, friends that are in town there and uh, catching up with some people back in uh, the Notre Dame land. But uh, other than that, we'll be uh, here and in town and uh, spending Christmas with uh, the Thorinson family uh, in town here as well. So looking forward to it nice well merry christmas to you and yours
1: man and uh thanks for doing this so much in 2022 and very much looking forward to the new year man
3: yeah thank you guys appreciate all you do and uh, merry christmas to all the bronco fans out there and wishing you all a safe and uh, happy holiday season
0: you're listening to broncos this week presented by original 16 the official beer of the swift current broncos Hey Bronco fans, it's time for the Christmas segment of the Broncos This Week
1: podcast. As play-by-play voice Craig Boeschman had a chat with Current Bronco players about
2: the best gift they ever received for Christmas. Here with Braden Lewis. Uh, Braden, what do you think is the most favorite Christmas gift you've ever received?
0: Uh, for me, it would be a trip down to Disney World as a family one year. I mean, obviously doing stuff as a family, it's a big memory of mine and uh it's something that's stuck with me for a long time now so
2: speaking of family any uh, special holiday traditions for you and your family
0: uh lewis household we watch christmas christmas vacation every christmas
2: eve so here with maddox mccagarty maddox uh, what do you think is uh, the favorite christmas
0: gift you've ever received uh my grandma a couple years ago got me a hoverboard and i feel like that's pretty cool like not a gift you get every christmas so yeah do you still have and still use it Oh, uh, no, I don't. I kind of, <laughs> it kind of got broken. <laughs> um, holiday traditions, anything special for the Uh Yeah, we just get all our family go to Calgary, get together, and just, yes, everyone spend time together.
2: Here with Caden Sadricane. Caden, just kind of wondering what your uh, favorite Christmas gift you've ever received is.
0: Uh, I think it was when I was, like, four or five. My dad got me a Bobby Orr jersey, and, yeah, I kind of just loved watching him play and stuff, so I was really happy about that.
2: Any family holiday traditions for you this time of year?
0: Uh, yeah, not not anymore because our break's so short, but we used to every year go to uh, my grandparents' house on the island, Vancouver Island, and just have the whole family there and, you know, have a good time, hang out with the family, and yeah, have Christmas there.
2: Here with Luke Misselbacher for our Christmas podcast. Luke, I'm just kind of wondering what you think the most favorite Christmas gift you've ever received is. Um, probably my phone, my current phone right now. How long ago did you get that? I got that last year. Uh, any holiday traditions for uh, the Misselbacher's? No, we just stay home as a family all get together here with caleb white rostock for our christmas podcast caleb just wondering what do you think the uh most favorite christmas gift you've ever received is
0: uh, i definitely think it would have to be my uh, nintendo wii when i was like seven or eight i think i got nhl Slapshot with that and uh some mario Kart. so i think that was, that'd have to be the top holiday family traditions anything special for you uh not too much uh we always just go over to my grandma's house for uh for christmas eve supper and she cooks a, a nice feast for us so
2: Here with Gage Alexander. Gage, uh, wondering what do you think is the best Christmas gift you've ever received? Uh, I mean, uh, back in the day when I had to pay for the own gear, uh, I think uh, it was kind of a special time for me because I kind of always got a new set of of gear. I always grew out of my gear pretty fast, so parents didn't like it too much, but yeah. So one year thing, you got new pads every year, or did some of them last two years? Uh, Yeah, some of them last two years. Depends how big we bought them when we first got them, (laughs) but uh, yeah, no, it was kind of a tradition that way. Speaking of traditions, uh, family traditions for the Alexander family, anything special you guys get up to? Yeah. I mean, after a big, big uh, Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve, we normally go out to a big hill in Alcatokes and uh, I'll go tobogganing on it and that's uh, kind of a good time to spend with the family and enjoy it. Here with Brady, Bernie, uh, Brady, wondering what you think the uh, favorite Christmas gift you've ever received is?
0: Uh, probably a PS4. I think younger me really liked getting that PS4.
2: Do you still have it? Uh, yeah, I do still have it. Uh, Family traditions, anything special for the Bernie's?
0: Uh, just a normal get together a couple of days before Christmas, a couple of days after Christmas, spend Christmas together, have dinner together. Here with Grayson Brzezinski for our Christmas podcast. Grayson,
2: just wondering, uh, what do you think your favorite Christmas gift you've ever received is?
0: Uh, it's got to be uh, my bubble hockey table. I got it, I don't remember what age, but
1: we've,
2: it's still in our house and we use it tons. Christmas family traditions, anything special for uh, the Brzezinski's in the holiday season? uh just kind of dinners and uh
0: we end up having a, a outdoor rink game with all our cousins and whatnot and it's, it's make we make a day of it
2: here with clark caswell uh, clark's just wondering what your favorite uh, christmas gift you think you've ever received is.
0: uh probably a lego death star set when i was younger
2: how long did it take you to put that together
0: uh quite a while my mom mostly <laughs> did most of it, so. uh
2: speaking of your parents uh, family holiday traditions anything special
0: uh driving around looking at lights the night before christmas
2: here with Josh Davies, and uh, Josh, uh, want to know what do you think is the best Christmas gift you've ever received in your life so far?
0: I think it has to be a couple of years now. Uh, a MacBook Pro. That was pretty. I was pretty ecstatic to get that.
2: How long did that last you?
0: Probably lasted me about <laughs> three or four years, I think, and then, uh, yeah broke it by accident
2: (laughs) three or four years is pretty good though so on the other side of things christmas traditions in the davies household is there anything sort of specific you guys get up to every year
0: yeah i think uh we watch the polar express pretty much every christmas eve and um, i always have my aunt and her family over Uh, we watch that and we always get to open a gift early and it's always uh, some type of matching pajamas or something like that and kind of just sit around and watch a movie and have some fun
2: here with reed dick Uh, reed wondering what do you think the uh, the best christmas gift you've ever received is
0: Uh, The one year we went to uh, Mexico as a family over the holidays, so I'd say that's that's a pretty good one.
2: And uh, speaking of family, kind of wondering if you have any sort of family Christmas traditions that take place uh, over there in Winkler.
1: Not too many. We usually do uh, chocolate fondue and uh, stockings on the 24th evening and then presents on the 25th and kind of just spend the day as a family.
2: Here with Van Egger. Van, uh, just wondering what you think your favorite Christmas gift you've ever received is.
1: I'd have to say uh, a pair of golf clubs, you know, a set of golf clubs that I got uh, like four years ago
2: how long those last you
1: oh they last me a few years until i got a new set because you know gotta gotta be on pointe all the time so
2: family holiday traditions for the eggers anything special
1: uh just go to both sides of my grandparents uh you know have uh, some brunch with my mom's side and supper with my dad's side
2: here with josh Filman, and josh uh, wondering what you think is the your most favorite christmas gift that you ever received
0: my favorite gift would definitely be uh uh, a ski jumpsuit for uh, our spring break trip to, to the mountains out in B.C. Um, usually Christmas was a perfect time for my parents <laughs> to go grab a couple new jackets, maybe a new helmet, uh, maybe some mitts, that sort of thing. So um, getting swagged out for the ski trip over spring break was always the best, best present for me.
2: Do those suits still fit you? When was the last time you got one?
0: Uh, no, <laughs> but I have got a few hand-me-downs for my older brother. So I'm, I'm growing into a couple new ones.
2: On uh, the other side of things, family Christmas traditions, anything you guys get up to uh, specifically over the holidays?
0: Uh, Nothing too specific. Um, I think Christmas dinner is at my place or Christmas Eve is at my place this year and then um, always Christmas dinner over at my grandparents' house. So uh, really just an opportunity for me to stop thinking about hockey for a bit and hang out with my family and, uh, and catch up.
2: Here with Josh Fluker. Josh, I uh, wanted to know what uh, you think your favorite Christmas gift you've ever received is. Uh, my easy bake oven. How long did you have that thing for and how long did you use it? Oh, probably like three years, but it's probably in the dump now. So. <laughs> Family Christmas traditions for the Flukers, anything special? Uh, just Christmas dinner at home, probably. Here with Connor Gabriel. Connor, uh, just wondering what you think the best Christmas gift you've ever received is.
0: Uh, well, I got to go to Hawaii or Mexico for a Christmas gift and it was
2: Really enjoyable. Family holiday traditions, anything special for
0: the Gabriels? Uh, one year I go with my dad's side of the family, and the next year I go with my mom's side. And so it's fun to get together with everybody. Here with Rylan Gould, uh, Rylan, wondering what
2: you think of the, the favorite Christmas gift you've ever received is? Uh, my brother and I, uh, I want to say like six years ago, we got the news that we were getting our dog. So that was pretty sweet. And his name's Remy. And yeah, I, I think that was no doubter. What kind of dog is it? Uh, he's a Bichon Shih Tzu Maltese, so he's a little guy, but he's a beauty. Uh, family traditions, anything special for uh, for the Goulds? Yeah, every year we uh, we have this big family dinner where all of our family comes and it gets pretty fun. So I uh, definitely do that this year too. Joined by Connor Vinston. Connor, uh, just wondering what you think the best Christmas gift you've ever received is?
0: Um, I would probably say when I was younger, I got a gift to go to Hawaii for a couple weeks there. So.
2: That's pretty good. That's the best yeah. one so far I've heard. Yeah. Uh, Christmas family traditions for the Vistons up in Tisdale. You guys get up to anything special?
0: Uh, no, keeping it small this year. Going to head up to Spiritwood for a couple of days before to see some family, but other than that, nothing too big.
2: Here with Sam McGinley. Sam, uh, what do you think is the favorite Christmas gift you've ever received? Uh, probably the Lego Death Star. <laughs> Clark Caswell said the same thing. Uh, any family holiday traditions
0: for the McGinleys? Uh, just getting together and having dinner with the whole family. <laughs>
2: Here with Adam McNutt. Uh, Adam, wanting to know what the best Christmas gift you think you've ever received is.
0: Uh, I got a couple of hockey sticks when I was younger. They were probably my favorite ones. Did those last very long or did you
2: break them shortly after? Uh, they broke pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Christmas uh, for the uh, McNutt family. You guys get up to anything special or is it kind of pretty low-key for you?
0: Yeah, it's pretty low-key. We, we have a smaller family, so we usually just have supper at my place or my grandma's place. It's pretty good.
2: Here with Rafael Pelche, Raf. Just kind of wondering if there are, uh, if there is a Christmas gift you've received over the years that has really stood out to you as one of your favorites.
0: Yeah, uh, ooh, it's a tough one. I think over the, uh, that one that stands out is we got a, a trip to California to Disneyland. That was pretty a cool one. We stayed there at a beach house with our cousins, so that was pretty cool.
2: Were you old enough to enjoy the rides, or were they a little too scary for you?
0: I, I think I was 13, so I definitely. I was able to enjoy them. So, yeah.
2: uh, Christmas family traditions for you in uh, Lagoal. Anything special you guys get up to every year?
0: Uh, in the past, when I was younger, we'd always go to a hotel and spend time with all the cousins that we don't really get to spend time with. So, but now that we're all older, it's, it's just kind of hanging out know, going to our grandparents on uh, Christmas Eve, and yeah, it's kind of yeah. it.
2: Here with Owen Pickering. Owen, for our Christmas podcast, I'm wondering what is the best or your most favorite Christmas gift that you've ever received? Got to be when I was seven or eight years old. I was lucky
1: enough to receive a copy of the game NHL Slapshot. That has proven to stand the test of time and uh, become the best Christmas gift of all time. I still play that game uh, religiously. It's the best video game of all time. And that would definitely be my uh, favorite christmas gift
2: christmas traditions on the other hand uh do you guys uh, have anything special you do every year around the holiday season kind of a weird one
1: uh we usually put our tree up on the 24th um leave it till the last day and my parents will send um my brother and sister to the forest um beside our house to pick a small tree uh, take it back on the sled hang it up and uh decorate it so that's probably the the tradition i guess
2: here with joey rocha for our christmas podcast joey uh wondering what you think the favorite christmas gift you've ever received is
1: oh that'd probably have to be
2: a nerf gun i got when i was nine it was probably about the size of me and it was a sniper so that was pretty cool (laughs) and uh, is this nerf gun still in use in the rocha household ah it's not in use but you know lots of good
1: memories bringing it from ontario all the way over to bc so a lot of fun bringing that through airports airport security so
2: Speaking of memories, uh, any holiday traditions that take place for you guys every year?
1: Uh, yeah, we just do kind of the typical stuff like a family Christmas and decorate the tree together. But then after that and after dinner,
2: we'll have a, a Zoom call with everyone in my family. And we'll, my aunt makes a slideshow. We'll just watch the
0: slide and, mem- and memories of the year as well. So
2: Here with Broncos defenseman Sam Ward for a Christmas podcast. Sam, uh, just kind of wondering, what is the best Christmas gift you think you've ever received?
1: Uh, I'd probably say uh, an Xbox One.
2: What kind? Of, did you get games with it, or did you pick up games over the years with that thing?
1: Uh yeah, our parents uh, gifted uh, games with it, like NHL. Play with the brothers a lot.
2: You still uh, still play video games a lot. Do you have, have you moved up to a Xbox One or a PS Five or anything? Uh, yeah, I've moved on to a PlayStation. Christmas traditions in the uh, Ward household in Kamloops. Is there anything sort of specific you guys get up to every year?
1: Uh, not anymore. Um, we used to go on a skiing trip every Christmas over the Christmas break with all our family and uh, get up to Sun Peak for a couple, of, like a week or so.
2: Here with Matthew Ward for our Christmas podcast. Matthew, just kind of wondering what uh, your favorite Christmas gift you've ever
0: received is. Um, I don't know. It's kind of tough to choose, but I think I forget what age I was. I got this uh, pretty cool remote-controlled um, cars, I don't know, it was a pretty high-end, high-end thing. So,
2: Asked uh, your brother Sam the same question. Any uh, family holiday traditions that uh, the wards get up to?
0: Yeah, usually I'm um, going up to Sun Peaks with their family and usually go skiing there for a bit. So. You're a listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16, the official beer of the Swift Current Broncos.
1: Big thanks to Broncos head coach Devin Pratt for joining us. And uh, we had some fun with the players as well, talking holiday traditions on the Christmas edition of the Broncos this week podcast. Uh, We we didn't hit you personally, the (laughs) voice of the Broncos though. Um, any, any holiday traditions in the uh, Boschman family?
2: I think uh, when I was younger, we used to always do, um, my sister and I would get to open one gift on Christmas Eve and then save the rest for Christmas morning. And uh, Christmas dinner, we have those uh, those like popper things you pull the strings out and out comes like a little toy and, uh, and a little paper crown or whatever. So we put those paper crowns on and have a nice uh, have a nice turkey dinner every year for Christmas. But um, I think that's kind of kind of about it as opposed to tradition. So nothing uh, nothing too over the top, I would say
1: nice nice well here's hoping that you get to have some uh, some downtime the the work of the team play by play guy is a busy one it's a lot of time on the road and uh, you know a lot of long hours and, and late bus rides so enjoy the downtime in the next few weeks a uh, few weeks man and it was uh, it was fun podcasting with you this year
2: yeah no it's been great looking forward to it uh, you know a couple more games here on the road uh, it's always fun to go to Edmonton and get a chance to, to you know look around uh, Rogers place and see that and then Red Deer is always pretty rowdy there, going to games against the Rebels so looking forward to that and looking forward to a little little downtime with my family and uh, my fiancee mary
0: coming up as well
1: rock and roll all right well on behalf of all involved with the broncos this week podcast have a very merry christmas and a happy new year
0: you've been listening to broncos this week presented by original 16